0: Are you ready to take your mindset to an even higher level on and off the mat? And you're ready for the BJJ Mental Coach Podcast, where business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs open their minds to new ideas and concepts that will help you during your entrepreneurial journey and during your consistent pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself personally and professionally. It's time to go beyond the map with the host of the BJJ Mental Coach Podcast, Gustavo Dantas. Gustavo Dantas.
1: Welcome to Episode 111. I'm your host, Gustavo Dantas, and today we'll have Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, Diego Almeida. Diego is the owner and head instructor at SEEDS 13 Jiu-Jitsu Academy in San Angelo, Texas. He shared his early days in Brazil and how Jiu-Jitsu gave him direction as a teenager. He also talked about the beginning of his journey in the United States, and when I asked him about a message that he likes to share with his students, his answer inspired to title this episode, Don't Overthink, Just Act. Stay tuned right after Jiu-Jitsu Tribe's message. The BJJ Mental Coach Podcast is a proud supporter of the non-profit organization Jiu-Jitsu Tribe, formerly Live Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu Tribe supports social projects who offer free Jiu-Jitsu classes to unprivileged children and young adults in impoverished communities, inspiring, impacting, and improving their lives, keeping them away from drugs and crime, creating hope, and creating champions on and off the mats. Your donation helps projects to pay for their monthly expenses and facility makeovers. As a supporter, the BJG Metal Coach donate all the profit of all online courses and merchandise to Jiu Jitsu Tribe. For more information, please visit www.jujutsutribe.org Let me introduce you to today's guest, Diego Almeida. Diego is a black belt under Rafael Formiga. Originally from Brasília, Brazil, he moved to the United States in 2014. And in 2017, he opened 13 Seeds Jiu-Jitsu in San Angelo, Texas, where he's the head instructor. He lives by the quote, Jiu-Jitsu is a tool to help change people's lives and character on and off the mat. Diego, welcome to the podcast.
2: Welcome. Thank you so much, Professor, for the opportunity here to, you know, uh, I've been following you on uh, this podcast. Actually, it was amazing to... To have you invite, but I really appreciate it for for the invite. I'm so excited to share my history, uh, share a little bit of my knowledge I have, and uh, for those people, I hope it now can help. And thank you so much, I appreciate it. Right on, and then so you're 25 right now, right? Yes, sir. I'm 25 years old.
1: Yeah, But well, the body
2: is like 59, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So and you came here we're going to talk a little bit uh, about the journey of you coming to the US but let's talk about the beginning of jiu-jitsu when jiu-jitsu showed up in your life.
2: Uh, so I always been you know very uh, like active kid uh, since I was born in uh, a lot of travel my you know my childhood and uh, I used to uh, go to a Christian school and there have a judo you know I was pretty awesome I pretty good in judo was but uh, I never be able to rank because uh, my professor said I need to go to his dojo to graduate there, not the dojo on the school. So my mom didn't want to, uh, me doing judo. So I never get ranked, right? So I did it for three years. It's pretty progressing home and everything. So I was doing nothing. I was just getting in trouble and being in the streets in Brazil. You know how that looks like. And uh, I was being really trouble, you know, involved with drugs and you start to rob people and stuff like that. And then one time my, my neighbor said, Andre, his nickname is, Jalea. Uh, say, man, you, do you like to train jujitsu? I, nah, I used to train judo. I'm going to go there and beat everybody else. That's literally what I said. And he said, you're too confident, man. You should go. I said, all right. So the next day I, I have a Westy hat. So I put a Westy hat. So i went to show up to the gym and say hey i want to train jiu-jitsu you know no respect so like the kids always grew up in the street and um uh, the first lesson man it was super rough my professor my first professor baldock killed me you know what i mean and everybody so and after that day i never stopped so i was i was super young i was uh 12 years old 12 13 years old so is that that's how pretty much comes. you know i um, friends invite me uh definitely this guy stopped for a while. Uh, my friend who is invited me to Jiu Jitsu. And um after when I got my black belt, who was motivated him to come back to jujitsu. Mm-hmm.
1: And the cool thing is that jiu-jitsu uh, um, just give you that tool that as you mentioned, you got in got in some trouble, got involved with some wrong things, and then how long did it take you to kind of get out of the, the track of you know the bad things you that jiu-jitsu help you to straight things up for you? Uh,
2: when I started traveling, um, uh, like in Brazil, you know, uh, because you, you know, like is uh, I was training, but it was easy access to go and, you know, do bad things and I was not doing as much, but it was, uh, I think the age, like, you know, teenager is so easy to influence. So uh, my neighbors, around my neighborhood, is I was the youngest. So it took me around like four or three years. I think when I stopped it like completely getting away from those guys and my like cut cut then of my life was I was 16 years old. Okay. So it took me two, pretty much three years to completely get out, you know. But I was better. I, I was spending more time on the mats than on uh, on the street. And when I watched the street, I was always I'm a good listener. I love to hear histories, you know. And those guys just tell me like the history of how they used to rob things, and I would learn that. So I would sometimes I get out of the train and uh, and have a, like on the street everybody was talking. I'd just sit down there, you just want to listen those experienced voices. But that would take me nowhere. But I would like that, you know. Every those days, sometimes my wife go crazy. She's like, "Why do you like to watch criminal stuff so much?" I, like, I don't know. I just liked it, you know. I just think it's uncommon for me when I was younger.
1: Yeah, and the motivational speaker, Jim Romm, say that we're the average of the five people you hang out the most with. You know, so if you're hanging so out with five bad news people, there's a good chance you're going to roll with them and do whatever you're
2: doing. That's true. That's how, That's I definitely agree that now. Back in the day, you should not agree with that, <laughs> but now I definitely agree with that. And when you realize
1: that, you know what, I think I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to do this jujitsu thing for a living.
2: Um... I always, always wanna be a entrepreneur, right? Since I was young, I didn't know like how and how I would make that. But I since of my childhood, I always wanted to invent things. So I was with jiu jitsu. I was like, man, jiu jitsu. I see a lot of people like making money with jiu jitsu, you know. And uh, and I, I'm one of the person who you should not like to study at all. Like the quarantine was one of the best thing for me because it actually brought me to the study. And uh, I, man, I said I don't wanna. Like go to school. I don't want to go to the process of learning. I want to just do something. And at the gene was good because I was always learning things, but don't feel like I was learning something. You know what I mean? Like hang out with my friend and things like that. So I think when I was get out for the juvenile for the adult one, like when I was pretty much 17, 18, when I started being cool and like, you know, the girls started like liking my picture. I started people started knowing me and like little bit of the publicity, where I'm from, you know, everybody started knowing about it. And that's what I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it out, you know, and I have nothing to lose. I'm the only one on my family who don't have a college degree. And uh, this was a shock to my family, you know I mean? Like, you crazy, you need to do this. I was like, man, I don't, just don't like it. I just want to try Jiu Jitsu. And that's how got me what I am today. Mm -hmm. And now
1: when, um, when was the time that you, a little before you came to the United States when came that spark that you wanted to pursue and live abroad and how that, how that came about.
2: What I kept before I, before yeah, I come to the United States.
1: Yeah. When you made the decision, like, you know what, you know, I think I was going Yeah.
2: Okay. 17. Uh, because, uh, when I, com- when I got 18, that's when I compete, uh, the Europeans, right. I, my first year as adult, I was a blue belt and uh, i just like man i wanted to leave the dream because i always uh, used to uh, watch highlights like world highlights or pan-american you know and uh, i see the people or in the united states or any country to be honest with you i would just want to get try to get out from what i, what I was before and uh, when i Ninth, no, 17 to 18, oh, that's the like, okay, that's what starting, my heart starting beating, you know, about it. And uh, when I first traveling to to Portugal, that's when I said, well, that's how I want to travel the world and see how world it is. Because I thought was my, my world was just training home in my street there, you know, I didn't know, like knew I have something way bigger than I was expecting, but it was a super shock, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, and a very interesting thing that most of the listeners, they're probably from the United States or born here, so a lot of them, they don't know the impact of traveling in jiu-jitsu, uh, the impact that it does in And a lot of kids that never left the, barely the state or come from uh, humble grounds and then suddenly they have the opportunity to travel and see a completely different world. Or like, oh wait a minute, there's a lot more than what a, that what I thought, and that does something to their their mind. And then it did with you. It just opened a gate of like, man, I I I don't have to stay here. I can look for other things.
2: That's true. I definitely agree. I, I ever means they have a, I have a class is an anti bullying school. And uh, normally those those classes I like to talk oh, about my past and things I've experienced before. And then one of them and uh, I tell the kids and the adults as well. My traveling is uh, the most important thing for me. Uh, maybe my reality is not yours, but uh, the most important thing for me because it makes me alive. I go to places I realize how small I am. How uh, knowledge i know how little knowledge knowledge i know because everywhere i go i see people smarter than i am people uh like you know bigger business and bigger gyms and this is making me going i love traveling uh we have a budget me and my wife every uh every month we have separate a budget to travel so sometimes when we do a big travel we pass a month without travel then next month we travel you know what i mean so like one month has yes and all it so help us too as a couple, you know, like get away from our little bit of responsibility and have fun in the world. But definitely, traveling is something I tell most all my friends like, bro, go travel, go experience new things. Let's make new you, you know what I mean? Make you better.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, it was the same thing. But the very first time that I traveled to the United States, when I came here, I came for a tournament in 1998 almost so, when they born <laughs> <laughs> so i came here and i never traveled internationally before so everything for me was new I was like wow and i'm like i can easily live here you know i i didn't know what to expect i knew that i was I, I was born in rio i knew that you just was growing in rio and i said i knew that i was gonna leave the state i knew mm-hmm. that i was in rio so i mean, there's too much jujitsu here i knew that i was gonna go somewhere but i never thought that i was gonna actually travel abroad and then the opportunity came and anyway so uh, you came
2: a- as a black belt already or you, well,
1: you in 98 i came just to compete i was my last year as a brown belt so i was uh so i was here for like 10 days then okay. I went back, made a decision and about four months and before I came and then my instructor promoted me. So, I you know what, well, if you, that's primary. what you're going to do, you're going to if you're going to pursue and that's what you want to do. So might as well, you know, start a new chapter there. So but yeah, the traveling really for us coming from a third world country, that's a completely different view that maybe an American go compete in European. But like, yeah, they live in the United States and they OK but when we live in a different place like brazil when you travel everything's like wow oh yes. look at this you know everything the most simple things and now we see it simple when you visit for the first time it's um it's 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 so funny one of the the first things that a that I remember, it's maybe for the Americans might be uh, funny uh, listening to it, but I noticed the carpool lane, you know, on the freeway when I have like <sighs> a, I have two more people. And then I remember that I asked, like, hey, what's that lane for? And it's like, it's a carpool lane. And I'm like, what's that for? Like, well, we need to have uh, two people more. And then the first question that I asked, and everyone in Brazil asks, uh, when they come here, they ask, and I was like, "And hey, they respect that? you know and they're like yeah (laughs) people don't drive by themselves there and like no they don't like wow that's impressive And they always like be laughing i'm like dude that would not happen in brazil people that's
2: true that's true i I definitely agree with that
1: so a lot of people uh when they come here and they and they're new and they, they ask like hey what's that about and then i start laughing because like man i I had the same question twenty years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> in Brazil, people don't, res- you know, don't respect the traffic. Don't respect
2: as much as here, right? Like <laughs> yeah. here Our rule is a rule.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, so how was the uh, the chapter of you leaving, making the decision, talk with the family? You know, hey, I'm doing. Uh, how was uh, the beginning here in the US?
2: So when I make the decision, right, I did everything without my mom and my dad. No, actually, my dad knew about it. He didn't know the he didn't know the date. My mom, she is always uh, super protective. So I hired my passport in a friend's house. If my yeah. visa and everything, yeah. So I told her uh, one day before I came, say, Mom, I'm leaving to United States tomorrow. She said, You're not. I say, I'm, I'm. going to. And um, my first, like, when I she realized I was leaving, she was like, You're coming back. I know you're coming back. Say, so, right, well, I'm coming back for sure, but for, for a visit. So when I first moved, when I first come to the United States, it was super uh, I'm I'm never I was used to be not never a family guy, you know what I mean? Like to be with my mom or my dad. I always I was in the gym in the street or something like that, or with my friends. I've never been with my mom, i have spent a lot of time with my mom. So when I first moved here the first day, the first week, actually, I was in Miami with a friend it's all good, and I went to Texas came to Texas, and I was like, "Well, man, I'm super far from my mom. If something happy for me here, hmm. you know I'm super far from her and like I, actually she's she's really like you know hard mom, but she was cool. she was there with me all the time, but uh that's what make me grow like make me force me to grow, you know what I mean uh." was nice when I first came here it was super cold I hate cold until those days and uh, I was like man I don't know what to expect for real I hear a lot of things from people but uh, I always expected the worst you know what I mean like I never expect oh man gonna be super easy living here I'm gonna have this and that. I always expect like gonna be hard for me too and I hear a lot of histories you know people uh, talking about when they come first move here stuff like that uh, you was uh, a 2015, I think, when you went to Bruno. Uh, I asked you, like, you told us uh, how did you the, you begin here, Marceline other people too. So I knew it, uh, that would be our, like a hard hard way, but would be worse. I don't know what I, I was going to get out of, of this situation, but I just like, man, I'm going to make it. But it was was a lot of mixed feelings into those days sometimes it's very mixed feeling you know, for me but it's, my head is more settled here but it's sometimes it's very mixed feelings oh yeah for
1: sure i i think uh especially the way that things are again in brazil the economy and everything and then maybe part of your heart is there, family and so forth but at the same time thinking professionally think about your future yeah. future your, your family it's like even the family in brazil you staying far away but you can help them back home. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: I uh, This here. is another amazing thing too. Like uh, just be able to help my family, like my brother, my mom, my dad, Is my grandma is uh, way better than any title, anything I can ever win in my life. You know, uh, just be able, because uh, I got criticized a lot. The fact that I never did college um, when I was, you know, 18. And uh, my mom, my family always like, the finger on my face, hey, you got you should do that. You should do, you should do. But it's funny, uh, I have uh, my my brother have a federal college, he's super smart, I have a doctoring in history, but he do not have a good job, you know what I mean? And like he was through depression, things like that. So, I, I'm i rather to be uh, happy and do what I love than you know, what I mean, to be unhappy. But I'm so glad I made that decision and be able to keep fighting for you know, like uh. The only thing I miss in Brazil is just my family, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wish I could bring them here, but they don't want to come. My mom, my brother, and they, no, but they don't want to come here. That's the reality, you know? But I think that's will really change when they first come here and they understanding everything is different like me, like you and like the other people. So I think they would be uh, like, oh, maybe that's going to be secure. I don't need to lock my door, you know, me pass 20 locks on my door or something like that. So. I definitely yeah. agree, It'll we come one day.
1: And the thing is, a lot of people, well, of course, there are bad neighborhoods anywhere in the world, right? Sure. But of course, there's some places that have a lot more bad neighborhoods. But in the U.S., you have bad neighborhoods, too. But, I mean, uh, when to talk about the safety, that's the one of the main things that kept me away from Brazil is that, especially in Rio, it was the safety, the safety question that I people don't realize that uh, at least my experience in Rio. Yeah. You stop at the light and you're consistently looking at the sides or the window. Like, is there anyone coming? You don't want to put your window down because you don't know if someone's going to come in, you know, so that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, I'm tired of this. You know, like that's not a healthy way to live. Yeah. The whole time you always, man, I had uh check this out. Uh, One, one time, My mom was was driving and then, you know, have like kids selling candy and stuff Uh at the the light and stuff. So this kid came to the window. He was probably like 11 or 12 or something. And then my mom uh, decided to open the window when she opened this kid, put a broken bottle under the box that he had with the candy and love her in the car. You know what I mean? So I, I agree. So things like that make you think, man, you know, like a kid like that, he doesn't know, you know, like he's so used to with seeing violence that for him to cut someone is not it's something easy. yeah, it's not something crazy. It's like he he grew up seeing people cutting other people. So for them, it's like I'll cut them if they they don't give me what I
2: want. Yeah, good. That's true. Yeah. I agree with you. That's Brazil is a beautiful country, definitely. And uh, that's why I, I every time I said like people need to grow their mind It's not um just like okay i'm I, i'm going to move to united states man if some people i know a lot of people like move here live the same lifestyle as in brazil you know what i mean uh, if you can change you know in yeah. brazil but it's harder it's harder but definitely it's um i think you need more love you know what i mean more love up there for sure everywhere in the world not just there you know what i mean absolutely those things happen here too, but Brazil is where we born, so have a special place in our hearts.
1: I remember when uh, I went to college for physical education and when I was to graduate, you're supposed to go work in school as a trainee for like a year or so. So since it was a federal university, they send you to, you can't really choose, they pick some of the the schools, the worst places in Rio, and they they need teachers, And you can't say no in order to graduate. You got to teach in those places. So they take you like to some rough neighborhoods uh, to teach. And I remember my very first day with with some of the students. And then my cousin was part of my my class, too, in college. And then he was just uh, taking care of the class and everything. And then suddenly two kids start fighting. So the main teacher, he was just observing and he would never say anything. He would just sit back and he would never do anything. Just at the end of the class would be like, hey, this is your class, is your problem. That's how you learn, you know? And then, uh, so people trying to break apart and stuff like that. And then at the end, he talked with us, or so like, when there's a fight inside the school, let him fight, let him get rid of it. Because he said like, when it's here, they fight, boom, 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 boom. Okay, they're done, they're done. If you stop them and they decided to fight outside, that's a problem. Because yes. whatever they're gonna find to cut each other, they will. So that's now we're talking danger. So it's better if they like just let him punch for a little bit, blah 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 blah. Okay, like all right, enough, 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 you know. But don't try to break it up. And maybe people in uh, they're listening to this, like, dude, that's what? insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, it happens, it really, yes. it really happens, you know. Like again, the kid grew up. All he sees is just violence every day, you know.
2: And I agree with you. It's um it's not a thing, obviously, you know, of the listener. It's not is a like bad country, you know what I mean? It's a third-world country. But is um it's so popular because uh, I was speaking with that with a friend. Like you go to the news, man, you just see like that people cutting people do robbery in the government also, as well. So, I, yeah. I, you know, it's so super hard to people, to especially the kids, you know, grow up in a um, very like, okay, man, we need to share more love. We need to, you know, it's very hard. People like kids are to, man, I want to fight this dude. I want to, you know what I mean? It's So it's normal that, but I hope that one day can change. I really think in that and I'm doing my part to change that.
1: Okay. All right. So how was the the decision <laughs> of opening your school how was your mindset back then? There's always the that fear that comes along with like, oh boy, you're going to rent, a, you know, you, you have a lease now. You're responsible for mm-hmm. that, you know? So it comes with a lot of responsibilities and in, in, in a certain way, some type of pressure too that some people handle well, some people don't handle too well. But anyway, how was for you the decision of having your own school?
2: So I I was a purple belt, right? And I just uh, uh, like want something new and uh, like I said in the beginning I always wanted to be entrepreneur but I don't know how I, I just like seen the easy way to get it you know what I mean so I I have a friend I have a friend here who moved to another city where I'm living now he's actually used to be a Bruno student so he opened he came to San Angelo about three hours two hours just to to open a pub right and um, so he just asking us and he been trying to get a rico here for for many years you know like i think about two years he tried to get rico here and then he could never could be i think he's a schedule anyways so he one time asked me and roniel said man do you want do you guys want to come here and uh, teach so it's two hours from bruno and three hours where we live. you know so basically six hours we should do a thousand miles a week to come here and uh, we'd go come back and just like you should pay our gas in the private you know in the private we, we get it half and half. and uh, we you know we started as little, and took me about my fr- and my friend left. so it took me nine months coming three times a week and, spent, and invested on in my own pocket just to come here teaching. and uh, I have a gr- a little group of people, three or four people, so I would keep coming. And uh, I always, like I said, I always wanted to do so bad, but I don't know how. I have no guidance, have nobody uh, talking to me, showing me how to do or anything. And just basically YouTube videos. Uh, I didn't listen to podcasts back then, but YouTube videos and uh, people hear people talking about, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, people did this, people did this in the school. But man, I'm just going to try. And then one day I was super tired to to keep driving three hours teaching one hour come back three hours back uh some days i just extend my arm hard as i can like you know lock my arm and sleep when my arm is starting uh like get loose my car have a little sensor like so i wake up you know and uh, some most of the time was like that on the way back and i told him i said man listen i have no money if you could do it you just buy the mats. And I can not like, you know, the little mats, I can not give you the money back later. And uh, I wanted to do something bigger than my legs. I want to just jump. And uh, I have a, like a fear inside of me, but I didn't let this control me. I just was doing bigger than I could, you know what I mean? I say, man, I don't want to show weakness that was in my head all the time. So I have uh, four students. And then for the four students pay four hundred dollars of uh, hundred dollars so four hundred dollars in total. My lease inside in a fitness owner, was a workout gene here, was five hundred. The guys asked for, for a month. So man, I need to have I need to have more money because I need to pay my car, I need to do it you know, all that stuff, like adult normal adults do it. And uh, I used to work on a Brazilian steakhouse, you know, I was waiting table. saying, man, if I move here, I cannot do this no more. So I need to invest on that. I need to do my heart and put everything I have in here. So I just started advertising, you know, that's when uh, come, I always like to marketing, but that one like was the fire marketing. I started learning, I started understanding. It was super good. And um, when I actually made the decision, uh, when I signed, I have $500 exactly. I didn't know how I'm going to pay next month. But I said, man, I'm going to jump. I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm not, I'm going to be scared, but I'm not going to be like, okay, this is not going to control me because that's what I thought. I said, man, if I fell here, they don't cannot do nothing to me and they can precharge me nothing because I just didn't make it and my plan was if nothing go nothing go right i'm going to california and working like my because my friend was there so i'm gonna work like morniel you know what i mean I, whatever he does i'm gonna do it he's gonna find a place in his house we're just gonna leave it you know there and uh when i move it to that place and i saw the building I, like it was a little room you know i saw the building it was big building but the little room inside of it I was like, "Oh my gosh! I need you to, <laughs> to hustle man. I have a responsibility here, you know." And um, I just started doing it marketing. And the first day when I opened it, it was uh, after Dallas opened win. and, we, and uh, we closed. I think four, four or three people, you know, a, a big family, a lazy family. I did shout out to them because they're one of the, my first family who I signed up, signed up. So, when I signed up then up in two other families, I was like, "Oh man, thank God i am able to <laughs> to- at least pay my bills, you know, and uh I have no money for me, and you make no money like it took me about four or five months to make like you know two hundred dollars, but the first month at yeah, the first month was like fifty dollars left over all my pockets, so I need to leave it fifty dollars pretty much, but I have a lot of people who helped me as well, you know I mean mm-hmm. get to me at this stage, but it was challenging into those days are but it's different talents now you know what i'm talking about
1: Yeah, and one of the things that people here in u.s i mean americans let's say don't probably understand from foreigners when they come here is that uh you mentioned like man you don't know anything about the country when i came here uh i went to rent a place and a guy's like do you have any credits like what is credit you know what I mean? I I don't know what that is. You yeah. know, social security is like social what? You know, like I had like I had no idea of of anything. So starting a business, not really. You first, you getting used to the culture, you, you, to your every how you get a driver's license. How you know, like basic things yes. that you know we're still learning the language. So there's a lot of challenges that that come along the way. You know, and mm-hmm. And I feel that, man, you're, you're 25 and you way ahead of me when I was 25. Of course, different times, internet mm-hmm. wasn't what it is right now. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. But way, way ahead of me when I, uh, when I started just because jiu-jitsu wasn't as popular, too, like 20 yes. years ago. You know what I mean? But, man. The media be
2: helping, you know what I mean, like that.
1: Yeah. And so, anyway, so I know that it's, a, it's difficult to uh, – to start and still learning how to how to live in us and then now how to actually run a business in us yeah. so now when uh so this at first was in a gym that you're leasing right Yes, yeah, it was a little gym
2: i stayed there for a year mm-hmm. i stayed there for a year and uh won the time to release the lease you know you know my grandma always said that have a bad stuff to come to for the biggest stuff better stuff coming later Mm -hmm. and um, i the jane was a uh, uh, olympian She's a she got medalist three times olympian uh, like a a bodybuilder she's really Mm -hmm. big she was very muscular and very good heart her her gene was nice but she don't have as many clients because i started put more people on the little room to the her entire gym you know what i mean i have i got uh, this place for 60 people up there and uh we kids 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 class and adults so she's starting like oh well this this guy wanna like making more money than us you know and uh that's when i say okay i want to because i told her in the beginning i said look if you help me i'm gonna help you if you uh, keep me uh, staying here. I'm gonna tell my student to sign lift weights in your gym so they can help you as well and for membership and stuff like that. She said, Well, definitely, it's fine. This is actually helping. And uh, I signed 23 people on her thing. So it was, you know I mean, it was pretty good. And the uh, time to release, her husband said, No, you guys are too big for here. Uh, we're gonna uh, increase the lease 100%. Whoa, my friend. 500 i need to pay a thousand dollars you know what i mean in a little room i knew uh i could be paid that much money for something bigger you know what mm-hmm. i mean and better and, but uh, that's when it came, I was like oh my gosh man i don't know if i can make it i don't know because <laughs> i'm i'm here too comfortable you know i'm settled up here yeah yeah then i'm going to do something bigger that's when i moved to a better place on a year mm-hmm. and now
1: the place that you're at right now uh Is how long yeah, where, uh, how long have you
2: been there? Uh, two years to that place. Uh, but this place I move right now is the place where I moved when I was in a workout gym to here. Okay, and uh, but it was not the way you look is today, you know what I mean? I slowly progressing things up there, changing and like for a long time, I think for a year, it was not. I just t- take the walls down and clean and the meds in you know and they started okay i need to start make this looks better make make things professional and then, and then i was starting learning uh but like business i started learning actually business about a year and a half ago so that's when i started i would get better and this okay this is place where i need to go so this is a second location we have actually third because the first was inside of the pub the second one was an inside a fitness uh, gym. Now we are here. So our next step is a big, something bigger and uh, not just because we need it, obviously we need it, but we're gonna implement after school programs and a lot of the stuff there uh, to help the community. Because I, I believe Jiu-Jitsu, like you said in the beginning, Jiu-Jitsu is a really good tool to change people's character, you know, change people's life and living. And it um, very helpful, help my life, saving my life. So I believe key saving, help people's life as well to get a better lifestyle. So I know that you've been there for only
1: two years, let's say, especially on this chapter of your life right now, it's been two years on the, on the building. What do you feel that some of the biggest struggles that you have faced so far or running a business? Again, you're learning all that as you go. And trust me, I've been running a school for a long time and, and I'm still still learning. You're going to continue to learn. There's no way, you know, when I think that I'm learning something, I, I realize it like, yeah, I really don't know <laughs> enough. I, de- I need to learn more, you know, so it's part of it. But what do you think That some of the biggest struggles that you have faced so far?
2: Uh, the biggest struggle was um, confusing too much Like students as a friend. You know, obviously, all the students is my friend. I love them but uh, some uh, some of one like kind of you put in your life and personal life and live you know like go like has together like barbecue and mm-hmm. too close that's what i think was one of the biggest struggle because uh, sometimes you say things in, you didn't know I mean but you just say things and those those mean person just spread that word the different way and um, uh have a situation my genuine time and someone said something bad and it was pretty bad and uh, the entire gym was like you no, know, like I don't know what I'm fell on. And uh I think this is a, one of the biggest struggles uh as a like leader up there. And uh, but business wise the biggest struggle was uh, the beginning of COVID. Like I was wasn't COVID wasn't bad for me, like in a certain way, but uh what's happened to me was the fear so i freaked out uh to the first week you know what i mean oh my gosh everything gonna close i don't know how long and uh the doctor who taking care of the er up here in my town is my my blue belt dr marcus and then uh, he said man we don't have none like n- nothing like set it up right now we don't know what this can be this virus we they have none information so i was thinking oh my lord gonna be about a year, or maybe he said, maybe gonna be more than a year to everything go back to normal. Say, oh Lord, you know, and that's I freaked out to the first moment. And after he's keeping me some updates, and I say, man, I teach that almost every day: how to control myself, how to be strong, and like don't let the fear control your mind. And um, after that, I was like, okay, now I go back to normal. We started training. And you still talk about that all the time, like focus on what you have control mm-hmm. about it. And uh, I focus what I have control and let God do his thing and everything got better. Right on.
1: Yeah, and what do you mention about uh, that students, friends is a very thin line yes, that sir. you know, like to have the boundaries that is sometimes um students can mix things up yeah. like um or even like just a basic example that okay it's a regular client or customer that pays and then we start becoming friends and like hey but we're Timer friends City. you know yeah, yeah. like we're, like well but now we put him you know using the the friend card to put him in a a bad spot you know so that is is definitely a challenge to keep the boundaries of you know so this is a and as of course the academy grows it's tough to try to have personal relationships with what 300 400 people how does that work you know, yeah, that's and,
2: harder. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then now someone's gonna be butthurt because, like, oh, you went to this his house, I wasn't invited, or oh, this, see, I'm not part of the group. Oh, Yeah. You know, and as the school grows, you know, this problem can happen too. So it's it's a tough one. It's a it's it's definitely a um a tough one. And so, what is something that you like as far as mindset that you like to share with your students? that it's for everyone when you look at it people who are listening right now entrepreneurs you know uh, that's the same lesson they can apply what are some of the things that you like to share with your students
2: don't think and do it (laughs) i think that's the i normally say this almost every day daily uh most of the time when you think too much you don't you don't it's hard to pursue things and hard to do things you know Mm -hmm. and obviously Uh, some stuff you need to think about it. uh, But I think the over, I mean overthinking, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially as an entrepreneur, uh, sometimes I, I don't know how to use that term, but do a jump bigger than my legs. I think that's Mm -hmm. the right one. Do a jump bigger than my legs. That's always my thing. You know what I mean? Uh, Diego, you're going to fail, man. I would be super proud if I fell trying to shoot, try to do something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously I want to, uh, something secure to my life, not to my life, to my family, but uh, people are looking to st- st- stability, but life is unstable. You know what I mean? You're never going to be like, oh man, I'm so sad right now. No, life's not like that. You know what I mean? It's impossible. You have a, a stable life. If you, if you have a ever comfortable life like this, you're boring. <laughs> you suck. <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, the best advice I can give you to you is just do it. Uh, you know, all the plans, all the project you have, just started doing I Just Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to build a website and I just put my face up here and I build a website. Uh, I don't know how to do a mentorship. You know what I mean? How to mentor someone. Or like I just bought a course and I did, and I, I'm doing that. You know, I just don't, I'm not the guys who thinks so much, you know, and I just like want to do it. I mean, like a, I want to like, one check mark another check mark you know oh you did good probably not you know mm-hmm. things things take discipline and time to get perfect to get better to get like you know a best version my mentor is a guy who i like a lot he's uh, obviously he's out of lot of content in, in portuguese pablo marsal i don't know if you ever hear about him mm-hmm. but man he's the guy Pablo myself he's he's been helped me a lot he's super famous in brazil and uh, he says something is all the time. If you like wait too much and to do something, some project, you you know, never gonna do it. But if you do something and uh, even if it suck, if everything is not good, man, you're gonna come up with the idea, the second version. So, hey, yeah, I have the second yeah. version, third version, fourth version, you know? So, this, this is the best thing. This is the entrepreneur, I think, is just do things you wanna do. like. I never, with, uh, clothes, right? uh, I, nice, I never was expert with clothes right i always like to dress nice but i never expert with clothes the material the softness stuff like that and uh, i always like fashion i'm a really guy to fashion stuff like that and uh, so when i started opening like a, a super brand of my school is a uh, sharing love uh when i started use the super brand i said man i don't know nothing about clothes I wanted to do a uh, best quality for my students and for people who wear those. And I started looking in the first product was terrible. The second was better. The third was way better. Then things going to grow, you know, you discipline persistently. That's what makes things perfect. I think mm-hmm. that's a big thing and people like uh, some students. I have a, a Jiu Jitsu private lesson. They don't want to learn much Jiu Jitsu man, I want to talk to you because you super high energy and you like wanted to do things. Let's go do it, do it, do it. Obviously, sometimes I just want to relax, you know, yeah. I don't want to talk about the digital business, but um, it's a uh, people who see that me, me doing that. It is, well, this is inspiring to me. And so I, that's right. Definitely. I give you some culture, everyone here, man, you should do it. And don't wait too much because maybe if you wait, you're going to be too old to, you know, do that other thing.
1: Yeah. What you mentioned about that, uh, uh, the mentor, you have a problem. That's something that my mentor mentioned to me once uh, many years ago uh, when I was about, I was starting the GG Mental Coach uh, concept and, and I thought, I started doing seminars and like, man, I, I really don't want to keep traveling for seminars. I'd rather maybe create something, a product, and then people all over the world can access to it. And and I felt like I was procrastinating. I was deciding like, well, when should I do it? And then sometimes you get caught in this trap of, as you mentioned, the overthinking, like, oh no, maybe I need one more course of this, and then I'll do that. And I remember my mentor uh, told me and said, like, Gustavo, you're, uh, you're a perfectionist, so whatever you whatever you're gonna try to do is never gonna be good enough for you. You Perfect. know what I mean? <laughs> so might as well just do a product that in your scale, it's a seven. Okay, maybe the next one is a seven point five. Okay, it's really better than the other one, you know. And what happened is, and then he was like, as soon as he told me that, I was like, that's true. And then I basically booked the hotel. Uh, arranged like a recording. Uh, so it was a whole event uh, for six well, from that day, six months from that day. I didn't have the content ready, but that put me under pressure just to be on a clock like, okay, in six, in six weeks, I have a presentation. I'll be recording. There'll be live people there, you know, and I need to come up with something. And I announced, so there's no backing away now. Back <laughs> you, right? you You just got to go with it. So uh, I always remember that sometimes when I get like two answers, ah, of course you got to reevaluate stuff and be like, Is Oh yeah, this definitely. There's time to strategy. Is this the time to release this? Is this the time? Yes. But that one, it was perfect. And it's uh, actually a, a really good, um, uh, advertisement too for everyone wants to support all the products at the bjjmethocoach.com. All the online courses that I have go to the nonprofit organization Jujutsu Tribe. So, this course that I created, the Inner Discovery for Outer Success, basically, that it's for sale at the site, and the money goes to the nonprofit organization. Since I saw going to a different route, other things, and I'm like, you know what, I created this product years ago, might as well just leave it there, and whoever wants to, uh, Uh, to learn more and invest at least they in and they're helping something so anyone wants to take a look at the bjjmentalcoach.com and now do you have so you mentioned that you didn't have much of the habit of studying so now do you read do you consume content what do you do
2: yes sir i do i i like i said you know i have my mentor i'm i'm terrible uh a cut down, you know, you know, like Carlos Eduardo he's Utah. He's a nerd. He's a guy who pushed me on my study, right? He just sent me a book and stuff like that. He's a really good friend of mine is he's the guy who pushed me to the next level. He said as a talking and as a reading, right? I love to hear to all books. I like to listening and make me you know like things better for me. So now Since COVID, I starting like actually study, actually sitting down. I like this, was to be a guest room. I just turned to, to a little desk here for me and actually my wife who made it, you know, shout out to my wife, Chancel made it and she make everything here for her actually. And I told her, I said, man, look, I, this look cute. I wanted this to be my office, little home office now. Okay. So, and I cleaned the room and everything. So this is. Uh, my room, So I love to come home and come here and learning my my study. I've been studying marketing um, digital marketing for about uh, six months. And I've been studying a lot of branding, a lot of you know, uh, releasing products and a lot of things I've been studying. Like I bought this mentorship from my from my from my mentor. And I've been studying. One thing I used to hate to do it because I come home, I used to, you know, do something, play video game or play for my dogs or go to sleep. I never wanted to push me to the next level, something like bigger, you know what I mean? So now I'm doing that. I, uh, two times a week, I do a call with some students. I have online students. uh, It's a free mentorship for Brazilian people who wanted to be entrepreneur. He, they wanted to, you know, me how to get a sponsorship, how to get a, you know, like help them branding and things like that. Things, everything I've been learning, I've been sending to for free. I'm just like giving for free because as I understand, my purpose of life is not just to be the smartest guy in the world and to be most successful. No, I wanted to help other people, like living in other people. So I've been doing that for a month already. And uh, have a pretty good positive uh, reveal of people who talk to me and say, man, you helped me get, you know, like push me to the next level. So I've definitely been studying. I so hear, I just put a, <laughs> I have a little note up here and I put here, you know, like study social media, uh, to, uh, study traffic. Uh, so about like ads and stuff, Facebook ads and Google. And this M-I-D is a mentorship I have. And uh, post on my id TV and id and study more about branding. You know what I mean? Uh, like things like that. I've been not just because uh, it's not just for me. I want to apply it to my business, but I want to. I have a, several businesses here in Brazil, so I wanna to get better. You know what I mean? I I, I wanted to be like I said. Life is stable, but I wanna be at the least be able to okay take my wife to go to Brazil, go to Greece, go to everywhere in the world, traveling, exploring, learning, do new things. I'm super young. I'm 25, so when I get to my my dad's age, 57, you know, I'd be pretty happy and pretty good, you know, in like as a financial way like that. What is there a book? that you
1: would like to recommend or something that you read that you really liked? Anything that caught your attention?
2: Man, I, uh, poor dad and, uh, rich, poor dad, Richard, dad, that book was changed my life. Uh, that <laughs> was uh, say was like this boom. Okay, man, I need to do something right now because I don't want to be, you know what I mean? I don't have a kid yet, you know, but I want to train because when I have my own, it came, you no. Know, I don't want them to see my example being a lazy dad or something or you know, you no know, being smart dad with money. So I that book is changing my entire life. So I, I definitely everyone, it's funny. I my student today, just he's 16 years old and talk about stocks and he said, What do you, you should recommend for me like besides Jujita? I wanna live off Jujit and make money I said, Man, you know what? Read this book and you're gonna have a really like open mind, you know, wise your mind up. So and uh, when I got home, I was typing something and he just sent me a picture and so oh, I started uh, reading. I just got the book, blah, blah, blah. So I was super happy. You know, uh, that book, it's really awesome. I, I have a couple on my book list here to read, actually to listen. But I, everyone talk about this book and I never read it yet is The Richest map of Babylon. And mm-hmm. uh, they, these he said, people said it's really, really good who likes to manage your money and things like that. It's, I never listened to that one, yeah, hear, I, uh, hear about that one, but oh, sorry, I never have read,
1: yeah, I have this book too. And one thing that I found that uh, the challenge is, uh, it's just the word is like there's some old English words, and I need to uh-huh. like go back and I mean. I understand I have a good English, but it's not perfect. You know, I don't hold yes, the whole, bro. I don't know the whole dictionary, you know? So that was <laughs> like reading. There's a lot of words that I've never heard. And I'm like, Yeah,
2: cause Try. an old book, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Like an old English and stuff. Uh, so I had some, some struggles, but yes, the content is uh, very good. And so what do you say was one of the best advice that I've ever received in any uh, Jiu Jitsu life?
2: We- the best advice i ever received is, uh, I think I've met Mr. Joe, Mr. Mm-hmm. Joe Castillo, you know, uh, Jiu Jitsu, he's uh, always he's, he's a guy who inspired me, you know, he uh, he's, uh, used to be a mentor without being my mentor, he's just a friend who's very successful. And um, he just always tell me, like, Diego, keep the simplicity, you know, like, keep keep it where you are and your simplicity and things going to go crazy in your life. You're super young. And uh, when I first wanted to open seats, I make a a business plan, very small, very little, you know, and uh, he's the one who like Diego. Uh, go that way and he gave me a lot of advices but one them is most important I take for my life is keep things simple you know and then never give up of yourself you can you know like you can be good to everyone else but don't be good to yourself you'll be like you're gonna be miserable be good to yourself you know keep things simple and uh, yeah, just explore you know and uh, he's a guy who, who taught me that like keep the simplicity for a long time I didn't know what that mean actually Say, mm-hmm. simplicity. I don't know. I'm keeping simplicity, and you know? I'm be like things easier. But I did understand the concept. And, and I think about two years ago, he came again here into my school, and we have a lunch together. He told me something similar again. So man, that's a jump off the cat up here. You know, what I mean, I just got it. So yeah, keep things simple. Keep things real, the way it is. No makeup, and just do the thing. You know yeah and matter of fact
1: joe was a guest here on episode 11 a couple of years ago so it was one of the first episodes that his age yeah. is age was just a number and he started training jiu-jitsu he was late 50s yes yeah, sure. right yeah. yeah so it's a great inspiration for people out there and i think he got his uh black belt
2: what's uh, what, uh mid 60s now right yeah he
1: you know he. What?
2: i think he's what is it five now yeah So maybe a year two years ago yeah Yeah, definitely he's expired like he's a huge mentor you know what i mean he's the first guy who uh, like i knew was a like millionaire but he doubted like showing it is you know what i mean Like in that doubt like oh man i have money oh i i have this or that He was super simple man this guy here looked like he just should work on a dishwasher you know what i mean (laughs) Hmm. it's not and uh i just when i know his story he's sharing with me and uh, he said he took 30 years to do a first step of uh his like copy his first business. And uh I was with 21, I think. Yeah, 21 I was one well, 22, I think open my business. He said, Diego, you're doing this so young and like t- took like you're almost eight years ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So I took me 30 years, 31 years to open my first business. So he's he's a very yeah. motivation guy who motivates me.
1: Yeah, no, he's a great guy. Now, what, let's take a look back when you start teaching, even inside the little gym. Uh, what advice would you give to your younger self, the younger Diego, when you, if you could have a conversation with him for just a few years ago, not that long ago. But what is something that you would share with him?
2: Uh, I would share if that, you know, uh, just to my younger version is, uh, man, looking not, not looking now you know, looking forward because I think that's how I wish to live, like in turn test and just want to live today. I don't want to live tomorrow. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't want to live tomorrow, but I want to make plans, you know, so yeah, like yeah. you have a better life, but that's definitely is uh, that. And have more, like study more. If I would study more, I would be way farther than I am now. And things I am being studied right now, if I knew when I, like I was 18 or, 17, 19, man, I would be way farther. So mm-hmm. definitely it's study and like, you know, do uh, business be more like social, like, you know, always have been a very social guy, but actually mean social, like, you know, being happier and be able to listen to people. always I usually like to talk a lot and listen less. And this has been changed with the time. So I would tell them to less. Speak, more listening, and that would be my best advice I would give my young version nice so we're getting close to the end of the
1: interview and what are you currently excited about what's going on we're recording this now in october 2020 i always like to give the dates too because sometimes you know this is going to be maybe in 10 years from now someone's yeah. listening you know so you don't know and that's the year the 2020 that's the COVID year so tough one <laughs> so uh, what are you currently excited about? What's going on with the school your projects? It's what you got
2: uh, I'm, man, I'm excited for the life, you know what I mean, I, my family is healthy. I'm healthy. Uh, my students' healthy, you know, my kids' family is everybody's healthy. I'm excited for you know be able to teach and be able to do there. And it's the most important thing for me it's, uh, Definitely now is, I mean, doing my things and open my business in Brazil. You know what I mean? Assuming another country, Portugal and things like that. Things not related to Jiu Jitsu. So I'm super excited, you know, to be living that best, one of the best moments of my life living, you know, obviously I'm going to have way better moments in that in the future, but for now is I'm living like today, you know, like planning my life for five years from now and um i have a switcher Happy job, you know, like teaching jujitsu. Everybody's like, Oh man, I'm so jealous of you. Yes, it's awesome to teach, you know, but people don't see how yeah. much time yeah. I put in the past, how many you know days without sleeping, how much choking you know, you I got it before or whatever. But I'm so excited, everything for me is being kind of new, you know, because I'm super young and coming, kind of discovering things. But I need to keep mature and keep posture to don't do crazy decisions and um just doing living day by day, and I'm so excited you know like my projects in Brazil is working. I always like wanted to work with food and we just opened a a really good uh burger place up there, very well named a very good chef a shout out to chef Lee, you know he's really good uh so I will like things about hair, so I'm gonna you know open my other business. I don't wanna get stuck in just one thing, you know what I mean mm-hmm. I just wanna. To expand it and now i'm doing the online mentorship with my students as well i have uh we have 30 30 31 people and wow. man it's it's been awesome you know what i mean so i've been living today i'm happy with my wife and i have two uh one frenchie is porrada and i have a bruno mm-hmm. <laughs> i have a <laughs> big dog bruno uh, everything's so cool I, uh, god's been really awesome i don't know people believe in religion i don't believe in religion but i believe have something up there god you know god's been really awesome to me and be able to use me as a tool to help people develop it like best their uh, version of themselves you know be a little guess uh on their life so i'm super excited to. i can't wait to see the next chapter of my life as well
1: Right on, man. Congratulations on your journey. Um, Like Joe said, that I mentioned before, man, Joe said, you're so ahead of me. And that's why, and I told you before that, like, you're so ahead of me too when I was 25, arriving in the United States. You know, so we got a lot of things in your favor. And like you said, you know, keep things simple, humble, you know, a a good uh, good focus. And for sure, man, you're just going to keep all your, your business and all your endeavors they will keep growing and congratulations but.
2: thank you sir uh, and once again thank you so much professor gustav for this amazing this, like this thing here is a big display i i've been here around like one and off some people come to to your podcast and uh, i think you're doing a great job and uh, thank you so much for the opportunity you know i have a big people here i look up to He's already been on this podcast when you invite me. I was like, I don't know. I thought oh, man, I'm going to have a recorded podcast on Saturday. I was super excited, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like I had like a bear you know, for sure. Joe and all the people have been here. And like, I'm super glad to be able to be inside on this project. You know, you join here and to show a little bit of my story, inspire the people. And jujitsu, you know, and not just jujitsu, entrepreneur. And something, some people are uh, listen to this right now is never have a business before and don't have the courage, don't have the, the like, oh man, I don't know, it's too cold. I mean, you know, I've been working up here. And hey, uh, my best advice, just go there and sink, you know, dive in for a dream and go follow because we, uh, it's funny, you and other people, myself, we, we are story of success, you know. Because we we come from a Brazil, third country, and like you know have a crazy past, but just be able to be one representing you know like here, like you if your podcast, me if you're my YouTube channel in, in Portuguese, and uh, I'm starting doing my podcast in Portuguese. I'm starting one two in English, just to help the community and help other people. You know like follow they go sometimes people just need a little push Mm -hmm. but thank you so much professor to the opportunity
1: yes sir sir. thank you for your time thank you guys i'll see you later
2: who's uh...
0: we're glad you were able to join us for this episode of the bjj mental coach podcast but the lesson doesn't end here Watch the videos and download the audio of the 10 mental mistakes BJJ competitors make and how to avoid them for free when you subscribe to the TheBJJMentalCoach.com. Don't miss the chance to find out what might be holding you back from being your best self on and off the mat. That's TheBJJMentalCoach.com.